All right, and welcome back to the show. I'm joined by Jake. Yay. Q. Um, On episode 52. Episode 52. Um, we've got a lot of news on this one. A lot of news. That we didn't have last time. A lot of trailers, yeah. we. A lot of trailers dropped. Yeah. All the, all the lack of content we had last I time. I like, okay, you've added... All three trailers that I wanted to... The first three are the trailers that I wanted to touch on. You you added in the second there. You added in Red Notice. Oh, did I? Yep. Um, I added in Uncharted. Or you added Uncharted. I put Uncharted, but I didn't put in Ambulance. And you actually provided links. Ambulance and Clifford the Big Red Dog. So, A Tale of Three Heists and One Knot. Yes. Clifford the Big Red Dog might be a heist. I don't think it is, but maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I don't (laughs) know enough about the story. No evidence to the contrary. Um, what are, what are your thoughts on Uncharted? We had a Halloween party last week. Yeah. And it, I thought you had a great costume. Well, hey. effort, but great costume. <laughs> what? You had more effort? Also great costume. Uh, I needed, needed a better belt. Yep. Needed to look at the sizing a little bit more. Dude, it was lazy. I had the laziest fucking costume. Uh, my costume was two sizes too big. I'm a big guy. I wore a scarf and a ring on a necklace. Yeah. <laughs> I went as a Jedi. Uh, the Amazon Jedi... Tunics or whatever robes are for the big Star Wars fans. Like, really big fans of George Lucas. Yeah. I'm tall and, you know, athletic-ish. I used to be athletic You're built proportionally. Yeah. Neither one of us look like the Vitruvian Man, but we could if we quit drinking for a month. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, this this costume, I could have probably fit a pillow underneath. And it would have been better. You should have been Santa Jedi. I should have. Should have been fat Obi Wan. Holy fuck, that would have been funny. <laughs> well, now I'm gonna get not gonna get rid of the costume. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I went as Nate Drake from Uncharted. Yep. Um, oh, that was a good costume. W- but it did spark an interesting conversation with yes. the guy that was also at the party. He did not like Tom Holland as the cast for this. I'm okay with it. I'm very okay with it too. Cool. Because I think this is a great character cast. Tom Holland's charismatic. I don't think he's a flash in the pan. Yeah. The only misstep he's really had is that movie he did with Daisy Ridley that kind of sucked. Yeah, I mean, and that one got edited to pieces. Exactly. Um, that, had, that had a lot of good premise that really didn't pan out, which yeah. generally I tend to blame on the studio. Um, the I gotta quit. I'm <laughs> That's more, yeah, execution, failure to execute. Right. Uh, I think the weaker cast here is Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Yes, but Mark Wahlberg's been on for this movie because he was originally going to be Nathan Drake like 10 years back when this movie started in development hell. Right. And they're like, all right, we can either kick you off or, or you can make a Sully. new role for you. Who would you have cast as Sully in this place? So, some people have been saying recently, uh, oh, who plays Walter White? Uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. I would have liked Brian Cranston Him uh, it was him and Ryan Gosling or Jake Gyllenhaal. Ooh, I kind of feel like Gosling. Was, it might have been Jake Gyllenhaal, though. I don't remember. I feel like Gosling would have been a fucking incredible cast, though. Give yeah. Gosling a mustache like he had in uh, oh. Nice Guys. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And make him Sully, yes. Mm-hmm. I get that. I was saying more the Jake Gyllenhaal or uh, whoever as Nate Drake. Drake. Oh, yeah. I was and, thinking Sully cast. Yeah, and then Brian Cranston as Sully. I think that's a good cast. I think that's a good cast, too. Um, I like... Uh, damn it. Now I'm going to just only be thinking about... Someone else said J.K. Simmons and also... Simmons is too old. The issue is all of all the great old. Sully casts are a little too old for the role right now. Agreed. For they, sure. And I think part of it is none of us can picture anybody who's the right age to be a Sully cast right now with a Tom Selleck mustache. Yeah. But I can picture Gosling with a shitty mustache. Yeah. Not a full-blown oh. Tom Selleck. I think he'll grow into it. Do you give it to... Uh... No, he didn't have a mustache in that year. I was going to say his, his partner in The Other Guys. Gerard Butler? Yeah. No, it was Gerard Butler. Oh, wait. Nice Guys? The Nice Guys. With, uh... Yeah, that's Gerard Butler and Ryan Gosling. Gerard... No, no. It's, uh, it's not Gerard Butler. It's... He played Superman's dad. Uh, oh, and... you are absolutely right. Why um, can't I think of anyone's names tonight? It Why is, is all this information... Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah. Thank you. He didn't have a mustache, so I'm out on that. <laughs> Is it bad that I interchange Russell Crowe? No, no, I knew cousin. why you did it. Or, <laughs> yeah, with Gerard Butler. I knew why you did it, but, yeah. Um, I, he'd make a good Sully. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know what he looks like to, on today's date. I think he he was a little larger. It's not better, I bet. No. <laughs> no. Dude, um, he was such a badass in Gladiator. Oh, yeah. He got so fat. Well, okay. Life hits up with, get catches up with you. And you're like, man, this workout routine's real, real time consuming. And I'd rather just drink a beer and not do anything. Rake in cash. Yeah, yeah. I, you're not wrong. Hey, if I'm not right, not wrong, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Follow yeah. us on Twitter, HBR um, Show. <laughs> and uh, support our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash HPR Show. Hey. Uh, we're brought to you this episode by Chaley Freelance and Ghostwriting at C-A-E-L-I-F-A-I-S-S-T dot com. Thank you. Um, but yeah, back to Uncharted. Yes. I mean, I... I think I love all the scenes in the trailer. It's clearly like, hey, remember this from the video game? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. They are... had two direct nods yeah. to some scenes in the video games. Um, the airplane dropping the cargo one is reminiscent of the third game. Third game. Yep. People are also up in arms about that because they're like, oh, it's not real physics. It's video game physics. I'm like, I don't care. It looks cool. It's a video game movie. Yeah. It looks cool. Shut the fuck up. I think, that, I think this movie is going to be a lot of fun. I don't think anybody should go into it expecting it to be the curse breaker. I wanted to... Well, I kind of wanted to be a curse breaker. I wanted I, to be the curse breaker, but I'm not going to go in with the expectation that it is. I want it to be a fun Indiana Jones. Yes. I think I think this franchise has the best footing to be the next Indiana Jones. Or money. Even or that. Money. Or money. I'll go with either. Um, I want the Dooku to replace the mummy. <laughs> But I don't think it's yeah. going to happen. I think this has the best opportunity to replace both in one go. Yeah. I think it's a, a great option there. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, what's the Angelina Jolie? Tomb sl- Raider. Tomb Raider films. That, uh, they did a more recent Tomb Raider as well that I think wasn't bad. Yeah, the girl the from that. Let me pull her name up. Um, Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Is in pre-production right now for another Tomb Raider movie. Hell yeah. So, Angelina Jolie got two. This girl's going to get two. I don't even hate the idea of a crossover universe. No, that'd be cool. It'd be a lot of fun. Absolutely. And Angelina Jolie's back for whatever the Eternals is. Studios, step out of the picture. Like, let's let the next decade just be a lot of fun. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just have fun. Let's just have fun with it. Um, Look, 2020 was tough on everyone. Let's just have fun now. Let's just have some fun. Ted Lasso would appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I enjoyed it. The Nathan Fillion fan film really made me want him to be the guy. Yeah. But isn't the footage from that like a decade old? Oh, it's absolutely old. Like, yeah. it was released in 2018, but I think it's test footage from a way older... I don't know if it's test footage, footage, but I think it is old for sure. Well, so it was released in 2018, but I think the footage is much older. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably was 2015, 2014. Yeah. Maybe even 2013. But I know he was originally approached for the role, and he said, no thanks. Well, Castle was paying him a million dollars an episode or something insane. Why the hell would he walk away from that to go I get, it. get his it's leg broken f- like Daniel Craig? Yeah, like, oh, I'll go be in a, a video game movie? The things that are always bad? Yeah. Sure. No, I get it. But I think that's also why the studio was like, Turns down once, get fucked, buddy. Mm-hmm. I've demonetized this twice already. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But um, I think Tom Holland, uh, he definitely is a kid in this. You, you still have the Spider Man picture in your yeah. head. He'll grow out of it. What age? Okay, Tom Holland is in his 20s right now. Yeah. How old is he when we start to treat him like an older actor? Uh, I think I thought about this because I was like, I love the idea of Tom Holland being Nate Drake for the next decade. I think he can be. I think that's the plan. Yeah, but like He's my curiosity right is now. when do when do we quit having prequel movies? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I, he's just got this very youthful face, mm-hmm. which will be which will benefit him greatly. Oh, for sure. But right now, it, it, the only thing we can all think of is ah, he's the kid from Spot. He's Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, it'll take years. I think it'll take. Five years well, probably. For us I'm to get thinking around. after this Spider-Man movie, they're saying that this is going to be like a hard cutoff where it's going to feel different going forward. Yeah. And if he continues as Spider-Man, it's my hope that they do a time lapse, not time lapse, and make him look a little bit more aged up. Like Peter Parker went to college. We skip maybe two or three years into yeah. the future in the story, and 
maybe we all kind of forget kid Peter Parker. I'm here for it. I yeah. think they can do it, but yeah, I don't know. It's, I think his agent needs to be pushing for that because, quite frankly, he'll be the kid actor who was Spider-Man for a very long time otherwise. Yeah. I, I don't view him as, like, the kid actor, personally. I think he's a good actor. I don't think me and you do, but I well, think that's the, a general yeah, The general consensus. consensus is that, yeah. Um, Red Notice. Yes. Unless you got anything else on Uncharted. No. No. Red Notice, Hobbs and Shaw on Netflix. It looks... It looks fun. Um, Hear that? It was kind. Of, it was a very reasonably length trailer. It was like three and a half minutes. Yeah. But did it feel like you kind of watched the whole movie? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I wanted to see if we got the same take from that. <laughs> I mean, yes. It's Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So I've been hearing on some other shows. People are like, I'm not sure how much more I can take of Ryan Reynolds acting like Ryan Reynolds on camera. Ryan Reynolds is taking a sabbatical for movies. Oh, is he really? Is this kind of his last one? I think so, yeah. Whatever he has in pre-production or in production right now, we'll go through. But he's taking like an indefinite leave of absence. I'm I'm done for now. This has been fun. I need a break. Yeah. I I, get it. But... A lot of people are saying they're like, I don't know how much I can do more. I can watch snarky Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds on camera. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, I could watch a thousand more movies with him exacting, acting exactly like he is right now. Yeah. I, it's the best comedy to me. I'm here for it. It's great. And I, I say go while the getting's good at this point. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, take your break. Give me Let Deadpool 3 you. in the MCU and just behave exactly like Deadpool did. Exactly. Like, let's go. Yeah. Get all... Oh, how old is that X twenty three year old gonna be? From Logan. Oh, wow, that's a great question. Um, I don't think they're gonna tie that universe together. I want them to. I think the Logan universe should be a separate universe and stay a separate story. I like the idea of only bringing her in. Uh, Daphne Keen. But I like the idea that <laughs> Deadpool recognizes Daphne Keene and becomes her mentor until an actual replacement for Wolverine actually finds the two of them and is like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you will never replace him or whatever. She's 16. Yep. Um, well. But yeah, Red Notice looks good. I am not... It's fun. I'm not... I'm not going to watch a day one drop or whatever. I probably will. Um... I think I'll have a lot of fun watching it. I'm not expecting it to blow my socks off with any sort of yeah. creative plot. It's partner A and partner B are fighting and then have to fight the third big bad, but then the three of them join up to get the bigger bad. Yeah. It's the enemy of my enemy and my enemy is my friend. Yeah. It's, it's Ocean's 3. Yeah. 13. Um, <laughs> it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> making sure I was thinking of the right one. <laughs> But yeah, like, there's no new stories. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I wish I could get a creative angle. I'm like, I don't know. Most of the creative angles are 1% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. You can get a creative take mm -hmm. on a franchise movie. (laughs) Well, what is it? Uh, Literature says there's only like six major stories and everything's a deviation off of those. Yeah, you can boil everything down to like six stories or something like that. Uh, So, a lot of people are probably going to be butthurt on this one from a story perspective. I think you should... like. I think that's a mistake on their part for how they went into the movie. I think the people that are going to watch this movie are not in for it on like a I want a compelling story or whatever. Like right. something that makes me really reevaluate my life choices. I unless they are a con man. I'm not saying that, but I think some <laughs> people are gonna expect it to be more unique than it is. Right. Yeah. Um I don't I don't think anybody's walking into this expecting it to be a thinker. No. Michael Bay's Ambulance, our third highest movie. I thought it looked good. I think it looks very good. I'm right. very excited for it. <laughs> Again, I don't know if I'll go see it day one. Give, it looks fun. Give me sweaty people, Michael Bay, guns, explosions. Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> I think he's a great actor. And he's the the brother, the bad guy. I don't know what to think of him as in the movie, but I think he plays a really interesting part. Adopted brother, I think, if I read the synopsis Probably. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, it's... It's in a synopsis. I just can't remember if I'm... Yeah, it's... Right it's they they call each other brother throughout the trailer. Oh yes, but it's a uh, so it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, a white guy, and a black guy is the main character whose name I'm forgetting. Shit. Um, 
Help me. I'm I got floundering. You. I'm floundering. Floundering, floundering. Uh, we got Jake Gyllenhaal as Danny Sharp. Uh, Devin Long as William Wallace. William Wallace, okay. Um, and, oh, yeah. Yaya Abdul... Mateen. Mateen, the second. As Will Sharp. Yep. Who, I think he plays an interesting role of, like, you know, he was the military guy, which, of course, Michael Bay is going to have to have. Military guy who's got a family now. He's on hard times. What have I seen this guy in? I like him as an actor, and I just can't distinctly pick out a um, movie. Aquaman. He was, was Manta. Yep. He was also in uh, the Watchmen TV show. Ooh, he's in Furiosa coming up. He's in X-Men... Res- uh, the, not X-Men... Matrix Resurrections. Oh, that'll be fun. As well. Um, yeah, I, I think... He just started acting in 2012, took a five-year sabbatical, and then kind of popped off. Wow. Way to go. Um, yeah, I think he. I think it looks good. Yeah, I'm very excited for this one. It's a Michael it, Bay, so I'll take a pitch of salt, but I think it looks good. Give me another big, dumb movie. Also, Michael Bay directing another Transformers movie well, in know, pre-production why? right now. Why? Uh, Rise of the Animal Kingdom or something. Oh, no. Uh, Michael... I'll be honest, they've started sounding more like straight-to-TV movies. I will always Since listen. the fourth. <laughs> to be, the fourth blew yeah. so bad. It went good. It was the fifth audience. was pretty good. Right. If you look back on that one, Rise of the Beasts is the newest one. Um, if you look back on the fifth one mm-hmm. and rewatch that without the taint of the fourth one, it's not like it's fast paced and it has its flaws. It's still like a high sixty yeah. for me, but it's not the thirty that a lot of people like mentally right. place it. The fifth one is the uh, Arthur Arthurian legend one, right? Mm-hmm. It's they were doing a Knights of the Round Table movie. Yes, couldn't make it differentiate enough, so they said we'll merge it with Transformers. Yes. Um, um, apparently, Sam Wickwicky is officially killed in canon in that movie. He is. Yeah, they say he he's dead. dead. Yeah. What a shitty arc for that character. Ah, <laughs> uh, he had a couple of years with Megan Fox. There's worse ways to go. Yeah. Also, Peter Cullen, who voices Optimus Prime, Ron Perlman has now been cast to. Play Optimus Primal. Oh. Which is Optimus Prime as he transforms into a gorilla. Interesting. I'm here for this. I'm also kind of here for this, I guess. I don't know what to think about that. I'll be honest. Optimus Primal is canon. That, that's existed before. Oh, I'm sure. I was never huge into Transformers as a kid. Oh, I was a huge Transformers guy. I know way too much more about that <laughs> franchise. Fair. Um, yeah, here's Optimus Primal. Oh, interesting. Kind of sick, right? Yeah. There's a gorilla. It's Gorilla Grodd with two guns on his back. It's Gorilla Stoice. Yeah, I was about to say it's Blastoise. <laughs> you beat me to it. You were correct. Um, have you seen a trailer for Clip of the Big Red Dog? Just a side note. I have not yet. We don't have to talk about it. All I right. was just like, wow, I remember this from PBS as a kid. Why are they making a movie out of it? I care so little about that. That, that existing. <laughs> just look up an image of the dog. Because it is just wild. It's a wild uh, str- stretch, I guess, to believe. It's based on a children's book or whatever. But like, Brother. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, it looks like a very cute puppy that is the size of your condo. Yeah. I... <laughs> I like it, but my brain um, is doing that thing that your brain does when, like, the Moff Tarkin thing. Yeah, it's the Uncanny Valley. Uncanny Valley, yeah. Um, where it just... It, it, looking at this... It's, this, it's clearly animated red, and it's clearly sized up, yes. But the CGI is not technically bad. It's not bad. The shading's not bad. There's no aspect of it where it's but not... But you just... Your brain looks right. and goes... It's not right. None of this can exist, really. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, into actual news. Yes. Um, how are you going to address this one? Let's start with the heavy okay. one. I read it when you first put it in. How are you going to address this? What, a, what note are we going in on? <laughs> if a prop gun fires and kills someone, isn't it just a gun at that point? Ugh. <laughs> so I, I, I want to I clarify <laughs> two things about that immediately, is that it was not actually a prop gun. No, because prop guns don't exist. Yeah. Mostly. Um, prop guns, if anybody has not been caught up in the past week as to how this actually works, is you fire a blank that has a cotton wad or mm-hmm. some sort of wax disc 
in order to best simulate out of a, an actual gun in order to simulate it. Over time, these guns build up debris because wax and those sorts of things are not the thing that's supposed to be fired out of them, and it can create an actual projectile. Yep. This is what happened in this case. It's staggering to me that this happened. I don't know if that's the case here. I think it was a real loaded gun. With an actual It's not bullet? supposed to be loaded. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think um, that's the issue here. Well, okay. So it was initially... Because Brandon Lee... Right? The guy who played the crow. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, uh, Lee's... Yeah, Brandon Lee. So I was yeah. right. Yeah. He was famously killed by a... Uh, that was literally blank. the sentence I was about to say. Was yeah, Brandon, it's staggering that we, this happened after Brandon Lee. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, no. It's unbelievable that in 2020... And so he, what happened is there was not a unionized crew on this set. And due to being a part of a union, they yeah. are way more up to date on OSHA rules. The union had walked out earlier because of unsafe working conditions. Exactly. And poor quality. And um, the girl who was in charge of the armory and props... Like, a year ago, talking about this movie beginning production, said she was nervous because she didn't feel equipped for the job. The AD, assistant director, had given a cold gun, quote-unquote, the day before, the same gun, and it fired a real bullet. Yep. Twice. So, the guy that was supposed to double-check did not check at all. Mm-hmm. He's also being like, hey, yeah, that guy's not doing his job well at all. Look. I think if you've been listening to the show long enough, I try and keep it muted. You know where I stand in the political leanings. It costs $100 for a really good um, gun training safety class. In our area, you can get $50 for a very good training experience. Terran Tactical exists in Hollywood. It is built for John Wick. They don't even need it anymore. Most of the gun flashes are CGI... And they dub over the sound most of the time. Right. But my point There's is... There's no point in using a real gun on a set. If you have an armor, a director, yes. and maybe, what, 20 actors in a yeah. given movie that handle guns? Absolutely. And you spend $100 a piece, $6,000 on a $100 million budget? Yeah. Train your people. Absolutely. Like, I Like, you're right, but if you want to stick to that level of realism... Yeah. Get the training done. Absolutely. Have it costs you done. nothing. It costs you a percentile of a percentile. It costs time. It costs time. Which is what the production... This production has been, like, just absolutely horrendous with a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's absolutely tragic to hear that, well, that's, that this is how it's ending at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what's happened, but it, the, the people up top are kind of at fault, I would say. Yeah. I think you had a lot of pressure. If... What will never come out about this, I bet, and the reason we will never get screeners is because I'm a little too honest on the air, is I bet the studio was pushing a deadline. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, the, you know, not proper safety measures were taken because, all right, union, if you don't want to work, we will just bring in new people. Yeah, that's what happened. The union walked off and said, all right, we're bringing in new people the next mm-hmm. day. Well, so I don't know if you read what happened all with the union because it's kind of fucked up. The union was told that they were going to be brought in for talks, and when they showed up for the talks, they had new people. Yep. Yeah. Sure. So it was not even like the union walked. It was the union was told, all right, walk. Yeah. We, call, we have called your bluff. We have people here today. And this is what happens. Yeah. There's – Throwing a bunch of unqualified people that didn't know how to do the job to the degree that they needed to. Yeah. So that sucks. Moving on to more positive news. Yeah. On the flip side of that, Keanu Reeves just treated all his stuntmen to brand new $10,000 engraved Rolexes. I like that because Rolexes do not depreciate in value. Yeah. They, well, kind of do, but not really. Um, in in terms of, so, I don't know, are you a big watch guy? We've never I mean, I've, I was real big on the movement watches that were like 100 bucks max mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, I do actually have a bunch of watches. I was real big kind of towards the end of college and early out of college. I haven't bought many since because they're expensive as hell and I don't wear them so, that often. I'm about to treat myself, I think. <laughs> oh, boy. Buy like a $1,500 watch. Oh, boy. Why? Because <laughs> uh, it's a Seiko um, Studio Ghibli collab for Castle on the Sky. Okay, that's kind of cool. Uh, I'll pull up a picture <laughs> while we're talking about this. But Rolexes are going to pr- basically stay the exact same in value. Yeah. If they've got en- engraved with these stunt guys' names... It, it says... It's provenance. Name, thank you so much. Yeah. It's Keanu, a gift from Keanu Reeves. JW4 or something like that. He, yeah. They're $10,000 Rolexes today. The day that, unfortunately, it will happen because we all die. 
the day that Keanu Reeves dies, those just turned into fifty thousand dollar Rolex. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's a that's truly a gift of provenance and appreciation. Yeah, it's a it's a very nice gift at the very least. Um, clearly, I mean Keanu has always been known for treating. Yeah. and I'm not trying to boil down his well. gift into what it actually monetarily no, no. is worth, but I'm just like thinking in practical terms of what. Yeah. It's huge. So here's the Castle in the Sky watch. The back, the case back has a laser engraved Castle in the Sky, and it's got the lo- the oh, symbols okay. from so the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's got the little logo on the front, and mm-hmm. and then it's got like on the back. Cool. The oh, language the... of the ancients on the leather wrist strap. Yeah, that's very cool. It comes in a commemorative box that has the whole Castle in the Sky on it. That's so cool to find online and look at the pictures of. I would never own it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's just who I am, though. I, I, I do not like spending money. <laughs> I, I'm torn between this one and one that I like a little bit more, but it's also $500 more expensive. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. Yeah. I will probably buy neither by the time the limited edition quantities are both run out, but I'd like to. Um, oh, in other positive news, Brian Laundrie found dead. That scumbag who provided no closure to the families. Yeah. I, the, fu- the fucking... Yes. To answer... Questions oh, off, yeah. off Ro- Mike. Roommate yes. off Mike. He was you, found... Uh, Johnny, what, do you want to step in on this one for a second? Is this after they found the bones that they said weren't No, they found the bones they said they were him because they tested dental records. They said that wasn't him. Oh. I read a lot of stuff that said it was him. When? Recently. Today? Not today. Has stuff come out today? Double check. All right, we're double checking. Um, Before we misinform... The masses. All, maybe 100 of you? Maybe more. Tell your friends. Spread the word. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's probably about 100, 150. They're saying that they found gator bones in the area, but not really anything. FBI Denver confirms human remains found at Park R. Brian Laundry. Yeah, I'm still saying that it's... Uh, yeah, FBI confirms Brian Laundrie's bones today. Brian Laundrie notebook found near remains may be salvageable. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's his bones. Um, yeah. I think a lot of people were like, oh, they only found him right after his parents joined the search, which is weird for sure. But I think the story here is he came back, said his goodbyes to his parents. Said he told them go on the land, I'm and gonna, then he sucked I, going on the land. I don't think he told them that. I think he said, I'm going, and I'm not coming back. I'm going out to die, because I probably, in a fit of rage or in a fit of emotional whatever, he killed his girlfriend, felt horrible remorse for it, didn't know how to salvage his life, and said, I'm going to go end it. I think he went out there and just waited to die. I think that is the, the storyline here. Not a happy one, but... You know, very selfish. I think that's what happened, though. Silver lining, taxpayers aren't paying for him. Yes. And Dog the Bounty Hunter didn't find him first, <laughs> so he can still pay the U.S. taxes. <laughs> They're not that incompetent that Dog the Bounty Hunter found him first. TBT, when Dog the Bounty Hunter said he found him on an island and had a plane going around. You're wrong. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the article I sent you? No, there was another article where he did have a plane flying over an island. Oh, my saying, God. Come out, Brian, or whatever. Brian's like, okay. <laughs> Brian's like, and crocodile crunch. And now canceled. Yes. <laughs> oh. um, brought, uh, Biden admits no answer for high gas prices. Awesome. They you? When that ha- started happening at the start of summer, I was like, ah, summer grass prices, they always go up in the summer. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, it's not good. Also, uh, Thanksgiving can be more expensive than it's ever been ever this year. Every part of the uh, meal. So, TBT to when Biden's White House team order put out that one tweet about how, oh, 4th of July is cheap as it's ever been. Wrong. Yep. Just fully wrong now. Yep. Um... Oh, yeah. (laughs) You've got to... Look, you made this Google Doc for the most part. It was a tough read going through the first time. Well, this next one I didn't put in here. You did. Did I? Biden also said we could defend Taiwan. It's a good day to to get in shape. 
Looks like World War Three. Oh right yeah, the corner, I, I, I scroll past that, past that one to the next page. I, yeah, uh, Biden claims that we'll defend Taiwan. Uh, I'm fine with that. I'm I'm fine with the statement. I need to see how that pans out in execution later. I'd say I say China's never going to let me in their country, but I say fuck them. Taiwan's. I, I honestly I kind of agree. Uh, if we if I don't think I want to go to China, but yeah. If multiple of our industries that I don't really care about didn't depend on our money, we would kind of not be super involved with them. Do you realize we pay them a ton of money to probably oh take us God. over? Yeah, yeah. We pay them a ton of we paid them a ton of money to take our trash. Those were recycling I, did, I, stuff I forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, NIH officially confirms U.S. tax dollars used to fund Wuhan lab. Yeah. They also came out with some story about how beagles were being tested on. Horrendous story. I hate that. Um, um, I want to ignore that one. We've hit so many bad news topics in a row. Yeah, not, um, not covering it more. <laughs> just bad stuff. It's all alleged, I guess. But uh, sounds like it's come. Sounds like it's correct. This one's... I, this one's fun. I want to say the sentence just because... Yes, go for it. The uh, Razor came out with a new COVID mask called the Razor Project Hazel, which I claimed is an emo wet dream um, because it has speakers, LED lights, and it looks like it belongs in that video that people do with Mariah Carey's um, uh, All I Want for Christmas uh, with the emails, emos at the stop rave. Um, oh, I don't know if I know what you're talking about now. Let me, um... I mean, I, I, the picture, yes, it is very much, uh, it's, it's a rave mask. Cyber goth. <laughs> For the emo people who I just offended, I meant cyber goth. Because apparently that's a thing. Yes. Wow. Th- this whole thing is set to, uh... Oh, it's all set to... All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> oh, that makes that song just a billion times worse in my brain. <laughs> I can't play it, otherwise we'll get in trouble. DMC. Yeah. See, that, that is exactly what my brain is going to do, is there's a guy wearing a mask that looks like it. Oh, man. I love how wild people it, are. It looks like a, uh, like, what's it called? Like a spray paint mask or whatever, where it's got little two little mm-hmm. uh, ventilators or whatever. But it looks like Ventilate. those are speakers and also a light source. Yes. So, hell Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is a little too late to be coming out with, but fuck it. People will keep buying it and wearing it. It's coming out this month or it's already out. Is it out? I don't know. I can't. This is so tough to watch. It's so tough to watch. It's a a car wreck that you can't look away from though. The the lack of audio makes it unbelievably worse too. Yes. It looks like a uh, America's Home video. The size of boots that these people are wearing is astounding. Yes. Um, oh, Dave Chappelle wanted to talk to Netflix employees um, and nobody, to my knowledge, has still come forward to talk to him about it. Um, yeah, and the head of their department, of the like walkout, said they tried to reach out to Chappelle and Chappelle's entire camp was like, then you had the wrong number. Like, yeah. none of us have heard anything. Netflix had, like, released documents saying that nobody requested Dave's info. Like, it was such a blatant thing. And then when confronted with the newscaster confronted, they said no more comments. So, like, they blatantly lied about trying to talk back to Chappelle about it. Nice. Um, Love that. Because they were like, we invited him to come do, be a part of the walkout and talk with us. And he was like, highly doubt. No. They were yelling at a guy for saying, for just having a sign. It was not saying anything bad or whatever. Well, he was clearly being there to agitate them, yes. But, yeah. Um, I, did you see, my internet's not working properly, but did you see Dave's, uh, why, if they reached out to him, they had to do three things for him to agree to meet with them or whatever? Yeah. His three well, do you remember? requests? I don't remember them. One of them was saying that some comedian is not funny, which I agree with. Whoever that comedian was is not funny. Um, one of them was they had to agree to meet with him wherever, at any time, at any place that he designated. And there was something else that I'm forgetting. Um, there was three stipulations, I think. Stipulations. No. Um, Chappelle cites video, says he's willing to... 
I'm more than willing to get God Almighty. So many <laughs> pop up ads. I'm gonna have a stroke. <laughs> um, oh my God! How many pop up ads? Variety. I'm gonna have to call and talk to somebody. This is staggering, and I've got an ad blocker on. <laughs> um, it's not working. I'll it's tell you it's that not free. working. This is like a condom that's leaking like a sieve. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible picture. <laughs> what a terrible mental image. It's just a strainer at that point. Ugh. Um, pass, uh, if anybody said, and boy, I heard, uh, not, da 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 da. Audience with the community. I can't find it. Well, it's out there for those that want to see it. Yeah. Uh, he had three stipulations. One of them was saying some comedian is not funny. Agreed. Well, and the wild thing is, uh, Chappelle had a transgender comic opening yeah. for him. I think what a lot a lot of people are. I think he had a a movie or whatever or some special where it was him with a bunch of people from the LGBTQ community. Yeah. It's like a documentary. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the because of all this blow up. A lot of his jokes in the yeah. closer are like a they're jokes. B they're trying to w- raise awareness yeah. because the transgender opener he had was bullied into committing suicide. Yeah. So like. If that community, if and the wildest part is, most of the people attacking him are not members of that community. No, it's the people that are on Twitter that are like, "I'm outraged by anything." And the I most have self, to be outraged. The most self destructive of allies. Yeah, it's uh, people that need to just go out and touch grass. You're inside too long. Mm-hmm. Experience the real world and realize that not everyone is out to get you. They Man, are bad people, but like, save the hate. <laughs> It's not everyone. We're getting wildly canceled on this episode. Absolutely. Um, so you put in... I moved your other thing because I felt it probably goes better with... Yes. Yeah. Um, you put in Anakin? Yes. Uh, Hayden Christensen is quote-unquote rumored... Uh, now confirmed. Be, yeah, okay. Cool. As of Now today. confirmed to be coming back for the Ahsoka TV show. Yep. It was leaked by some mag, but also I think Rosario Dawson, who's playing Ahsoka, sent out a tweet or an Instagram... Saying like Sky Guy was back or whatever, and then had to delete it because it wasn't official. It's official now. Hell yeah! I'm just happy he's getting more. I'm excited because I think Hayden Christensen in both this and Jumper, which are mainly the big works I can think of him being in. Yep. Boy, I don't think there's anybody who could have delivered some of the lines he had to say. Oh no, no, it's all bad lines that he was given for sure. Yeah. Um, I I want to know what director's daughter he slept with to get just. <laughs> like, who was mad enough at him at the in the writers' room to give him? Some, I hate saying George Lucas. I know George Lucas doesn't know how to write dialogue. But I'm talking like that but and yes. Jumper. Yeah, it's just yeah. I like Jumper too. I like Jumper. It was fun. Good um, concept. Yes, definitely a good concept. Yeah, that's based on a book. Really? Yeah, yeah I don't know that. Yeah, it's like a seven book series or something huh. crazy. Like that. If you want to go chase down the Jumper universe, there's like a lot more to that rabbit hole. Is like some? Is it like a YA young adult? Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. I also threw in there uh, a fun thing that uh, Ryan Gosling is playing Ken in the Barbie movie alongside Margot Robbie. Other news: Water's wet. Mm-hmm. Who else would you get to play Ken? No one. <laughs> there is literally the perfect people that are playing. Those two, those two characters and just happen to exist at this time when we can make this movie. I don't know what rating this movie is supposed to get as a side note. What What is the plot of this movie? Is it PG? Is it G's? PG-13? Where are we going here? Kid, give me Ryan Reynolds acting as Deadpool as the director. <laughs> let's, let's see how fucking far off the road Jeez, we can go. Truly. Um, I do have a, a fun, fun question for you before yeah. we... Move on too far. Okay. If you if you made a big this podcast hits hits huge. Yeah. We we get start, we start getting paid a lot of money. What's the dumbest thing you would pay for? Oh, dumbest. Yeah. Oh, oh profit. Such a long list. Let. Um. Let's just go to my safer later for Amazon because <laughs> it's got three hundred items and I'm I can find something dumb in a couple seconds. Is it three hundred fifty thousand dollars? No. Mm. Um, because it's not what's on that list, yes. what I can see on that list. <laughs> um, let's see. I've got KitchenAid mixers. I've got... Um, Those are useful. Rock Band 2013. Not useful anymore. <laughs> Might have that, by the way. I could probably hook you up. You got a boombox. Um, <laughs> I've 
<laughs> I've got paintball gun parts, an Optimus Prime figurine, food processor. Amazing. <laughs> I know there's some excellent stuff as I get further yeah. into here. Give me one second for this to load. Because oh, I've got a uh, whiskey still <laughs> that you can buy on Amazon. It's just straight up whiskey still. That's that's a good choice. That's an excellent choice. <laughs> got a hundred and twenty-seven dollar hatchet <laughs> because it looks cool. Oh yeah, I mean that. That's what you should spend your money on. You <laughs> if anything, it should not be. It should not be this. What I've what I've thrown in here. That does look like a cool hatchet. I'll right? give you that. And it's fully functional. Yeah. Man, the list just goes on and on. It is 400 items. Fair. Maybe it all adds up to $350,000? It might. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things in here. Well, there's a uh, YouTuber streamer, goes by Jay Schlapp, uh, who is currently in the process of buying a $95,000, roughly five-foot statue uh, bronze statue of a bonobo uh, monkey lounging on its back with its uh, balls just hanging out and the balls are <laughs> bronze. All right. Um, spent $95,000 on this. It's being shipped in a crate. The artist who made it recently reached out to him saying, by the way, the original statue, the blue one that's almost 2,000 pounds uh, and 18 feet tall, it's for sale. You can buy it. I think you should buy it. He, so he bought it? He made a video saying, I think I need to buy it. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with it, though. So maybe we'll just leave it somewhere in the woods. We'll just drop it off at Mr. Beast's house and say, it's your thing now. That's amazing. Ugh, it's, <laughs> it's currently sitting in Prague is also the other issue. <laughs> the original statue. That's problematic, yeah. <laughs> Have you pulled up the link that I put there? No, I'm still going through my Amazon. <laughs> look at, just look at a picture of the statue. It's so absurd. King Paul. It's the statue is called King Kong Balls. Yes, it is. It's sitting in frog. <laughs> it's a blue, big old blue monkey. I definitely just peeked our Lounging like this. Oh it's my balls god! Just hanging out. It's so good. It's so good. Ah. Uh, I if I had a hundred million dollars, would this be one of your purchases? It would be. It would be. And, th and for this reason, my folks have a neighbor who has been a real asshole. Uh, and put it in the driveway. I would put it in a plot of land. I would build a pedestal on our front lawn so that he had to wake up every morning and see it because Looking he has been it. he has been such a dick. And I would face the balls right at him. Oh man. Um, <laughs> And if you built a privacy fence, I would hire a contractor to come out and build a taller pedestal. <laughs> Just keep making it taller. Mm -hmm. You're going to yeah. look at these balls. You know, there's kids in that neighborhood, so I'd build some walls around it so that he's the only one who could see it, too. Right. <laughs> I think the kids would get a kick out of it. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I think that, yeah, uh, it would be on my list. Hey, from the lowest lows up to the highest highs of monkey balls on a statue. Happy monkey balls. Suck it, Pierre. <laughs> Second to back. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, do we get into how much time do we have? Well, it's been uh, roughly forty-five minutes. Uh, let's get into our main movie review. Yeah. Do you want to say the first thing first, um, or the second thing first? What do you want to do first? I think we just finish with that. Okay. Uh, little factoid. Cool. Um, spoiler uh, free review. Give you, give you like one minute. We watched Dune. Yes. <laughs> um, it's the first part of a story. Don't go in thinking that this is a complete story. It is not. Um, it immediately lets you know that by popping up part one as well. But it's, uh, you know, I, my spoiler free review would say this is a um, space politics Shakespeare movie. Okay. It's, it's a very spacey Shakespearean emperor family drama politics. I, I think that's pretty spot on. Um, yeah, it, I think. Or is uh, that your, your one minute man on it? They, that's my real quick review. You go. All right. So, spoiler free, 
for me is going to be lot better pacing. Like when it picks up, it really picks up. Uh-huh. Um, if you liked Blade Runner twenty forty nine, oh yeah, same director, mm-hmm. kind of expect the same thing. That was a slow burn all the way through. This was a slow this. burn until it wasn't. Yes, and I like. Trying to think of the director's name. Denny Villeneuve. Thank you. Or Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Is I think it's Villeneuve actually. Villeneuve. Yeah. Um, Doesn't miss. Doesn't miss. He he did Sicario, Blade Runner, twenty forty nine. You know, by bunch of bangers. Yeah, by Wednesday, by tomorrow, this is going to surpass Blade Runner twenty forty nine's entire box office run. Wow, I mean Um, that's fair. Yeah. Um, If you do not like Star Wars, do not see this movie. Yeah. It like this makes Star Wars almost feel like it's not even science fiction. Like yes. it is so deep in the weeds of science fiction. Yeah. Goodness, just good for my soul. The the first quarter of the movie is probably them explaining a lot of stuff. Yes. And I think there's a lot of videos out there. I listened to this on another show that recommended this and I after hearing them say it, I don't think it's a bad idea. There's a lot of spoiler-free, like, timeline of the Dune, Dune yeah. universe videos that lead the up Dune to the universe. movie. The Dune universe. Um, that I actually would recommend. Okay. That way, like, coming in with a bit of knowledge doesn't hurt. Q, did you read any of the I've books? I've not read any of the books. I went in totally blind. Okay, so I've read all the books. Okay. So we've got a good dichotomy of perspectives. I did see a uh, breakdown of the books on a Twitter post, so it's... Not a good breakdown, but it was the pictures of them that said uh, space politics. Space uh, politics with a giant war? No. <laughs> space politics was covered the first two books. Uh, then it was space Jesus or something. I don't it's remember. Doing Messiah. And then kind of uh, weirdly horny were the last three books. I don't know. I need to reread them then. <laughs> um, because angsty me read them and probably should have picked up on that. Probably. Um, that raises more questions than answers. <laughs> uh, let's get into the spoiler review. Okay. We don't want to do any more <laughs> that for spoiler free. Nah, I'm fine with not. Yeah, like, it, what are you doing if you're coming to a show that reviews movies and listen to the review first? But I wanted to give a little tidbit if somebody wanted to pause it, maybe yeah. come back. Um, it's, it's a family drama. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We open with... I mean, the shots, shot. the shots in this movie are amazing. I mean, Blade Runner 2049 is excellently shot as well. It's got a lot of contrast. This mm-hmm. is just going from beautiful, beautiful. painting to beautiful painting. Mm-hmm. This reminds me... I almost... I'm not going to... It won't be this because the book exists. Right. But this almost gives me a lot of Mad Max Fury Road vibes mm. where it's a story that's visually told as yeah. much as it is, it is verbally. Yes. Um, in w- brief synopsis of the movie is it is a political – it's Game of Thrones in space. Yeah, that's with, a good way to put it. Uh, the Atreides are on their rise to power and the Emperor doesn't like that they're a threat to the throne because they've gained so much popularity with the royal houses – Mm-hmm. And so they've set them up to fail and pitched the other greatest, uh, most powerful house against them. Yep. And it's kind of, this is all set in the backdrop of a planet that is the most pivotal in the empire mm-hmm. for the resources that it's able to gather. Um, yep. And it's the heir apparent basically having to come of age in a shocking manner. Yeah. Very Hamlet. Yes, very much so. Um, and... I love this book. I highly recommend it. I'm, you know, I wouldn't go try and cram it in before watching the movie because no. the movie is very faithful to the book up to this point. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't feel necessary, but you know, take the time to read the book. It's a good read. I want to read the book actually. Um, I, I do want to go back and kind of read the book and read the future books as well. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think the breakdown is like, this movie is two-thirds of the first book or something like that? This is probably half of the first book. Or half of the first book. Okay. It's pretty well... Split in half there? Pretty well split in half, yeah. Okay. Um, Are we going into spoilers? Yeah, we've been in spoilers. Okay, Yeah. cool. Then yeah, it... I just want to give that brief synopsis. It's kind of... I think it's it's good. Um, Yeah, there's there's a big... That... 
kind of pitting the two houses against each other happens about halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little further. You, Skarsgård gives you the intonation that it's going to happen. Yeah. Like 15 minutes in. Oh, But yeah. you don't see it begin to be executed until that halfway mark. Mm-hmm. And from that halfway mark on, it is. This is not an action movie. Don't go watch this movie. No. Expect it to be an action movie. But it is intense. Oh, my gosh. From there through the title card. Is, it, is that suspense? Or what was what what the word for that? It's not a thriller. It's not a thriller. It's, it's not really suspense. It's more I don't direction. Know. Dramatic action. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, you open, like, Paul Atreides is kind of, like, and they do a great job of breaking up the exposition, too. Oh, yeah, they do you, a very good You job. get an intro of Zendaya basically running through the history of uh, Arrakis, which is the planet, Dune, yep. that's colloquially called Dune. Um and uh, then later you get a lot of your exposition through Paul. <sighs> I was really trying to hold that. Dion Beck. Keep me up. <laughs> um, Paul yeah. reading and researching and trying to become the next Atreides leader. And also just him asking questions and people telling him. Exactly. And it, it feels fairly – except for the Zendaya read, which was fine. I, I thought it was fine. Yeah, a lot of people are like, why are you reading exposition at the beginning? I'm like – I don't know, because it's better than reading a text scroll. I, yeah, um, it's better than reading text scroll for sure. I kind of assumed it was, you could put it as like, oh, it's part of his dream. Type yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. I think it definitely could operate in that space if you wanted it to. Um, also, for people going to this movie, Zendaya's in it for all of seven minutes. Yes. It's, she's heavily featured in the trailers. Heavily featured in the trailers because she's going to be big in the upcoming In the episodes. second one, yeah. yeah. Um, this movie, what a cast of Killers. Yes. You've He's got an incredible cast. Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet, Oscar Isaacs, Jason Moa, Josh Brolin, Dave Batista, Rebecca Ferguson. Rebecca Ferguson, uh Skarsgard. Stellan Skarsgard. Javier uh, Bardem. Mm-hmm. David Dash Desmalkin. Desmalchin. Yeah. The Polka Dot Man. Yes. Um Yeah, it's it's a Incredible cast. I mean, holy crap. You have just hit heavy hitter after heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, when the first one came out in 89, 86, which yeah. had heavy hitters at the time, they had that movie Stewart. just had all the other issues. Yes. Um, Bad graphics and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I... Like... You're absolutely right. This is a movie that is the first part to a bigger movie. Yes. This is... Here's what I'm talking about. I described it as Blue Balls the movie in the kitchen earlier. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you think... Or Foreplay is... the movie might be the better. I don't think this is any less of a setup movie than Fellowship of the Ring was. I think Fellowship of the Ring still ends on a conclusive note of some sort. I don't know. On a you... more conclusive note than this, I think. I mean, it's the the movie is very similar to Fellowship of the Ring in that sense. I yeah. agree because you you end both movies with the hero starting his really starting yeah. his personal journey. Yes. More than just being a victim to the journey happening around him. Yes. Um, it is a little bit more concrete in Fellowship of the Ring, but like, not by a m- not much. by too much. No. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, a lot of people have been kind of referring to Dune as uh, Lord of the Rings but in space a lot of that probably comes from Hans Zimmer being the Hans Zimmer score is incredible holy shit you know he invented like six instruments for this movie oh I'm sure (laughs) he's he's truly a master he's out here inventing instruments to make music he is a genius I'll just go ahead and throw that out there he is truly a genius um yeah it incredible um foreplay of the movie but yes, uh, it's it's very fun to watch the entire time. But at the end, you're like, I could really use some more of this. Mm-hmm. I wish they filmed it back to back. I don't think they did. They did not. So I'm just gonna start the yeah. fun fact here because it makes sense. Is as of today or yesterday? As of Dune today, Part Two was um, Greenland. Yep. And it, man, they played like really coy with it too, because like they said. You watch the movie. You know that this isn't the end of it. Yeah. it was like the tweet that the director, the Dennis that was what WB said, I think. Huh? I think Warner Brothers said that. Oh, is that what they said? Yeah. 
uh, or was that what they said, not uh, Villanueva. Um, but yeah, it um, it's very obviously getting a sequel. It's you would you would hope it's getting a sequel. It's like it's an incredible movie. If it's not getting a sequel, what was the point? <laughs> yeah. Um, absolutely incredible. Excited that it's officially been greenlit. They're eyeing a release date of uh, October twentieth of twenty twenty three. It's mm-hmm. only two years away. I think you need two years to do this, right? I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm like, I want it now. <laughs> I, did, I know, me too. Me too. Um, you actually, this expands on the book a little bit more. Really? Yeah. Like, you get more backstory about the Atreides family in this, and it makes more sense than some parts of the book do. Okay. I'm rarely the one to say that the movie does a little bit better job than the books, and this might be one of those scenarios. Okay. Um, my only thing was, I was going to say is uh, the, the shields are pretty useless, aren't they? Mm, They're no, pretty garbo. They don't... There's one time they block a projectile They don't stop ex- a thing from blowing up. They don't explain it very well. Um, I, in the movie, yeah. So in in the books, if you hit the shield at a certain speed, it stops it. Okay. But if you're going slower than that speed, it lets you get through the shield. Mm. So what those bullets are doing is they hit the shield and then they slow down until they can pass through it instead of bouncing off of it. Right. And the, the hunt, tracker seekers. Hunt, yeah, the hunter, hunter seekers, seekers, they fly yeah. in. When they make contact with the shield, they move slow enough until they can get through it. Right. And that's why you see – that's why everybody when they're fighting's movements are very, like, jarry as yeah. in they come into contact. Then they move slow and slash. Mm-hmm. It's like that hits the shield, passes through the shield, cut, and move to the next one. Right. And they did – that's one of the few things where they don't do a great job explaining it, but it's like so over-explained in the book and in the first movie. Um, but yeah, that, that's what's going on there. And if you did not have that tidbit of lore in your head, yeah. you went, this is a shitty shield. I'm like, wow, those shields are pretty shitty. Yeah. It explains why there's no guns, but well, these are real trash. And nukes are also like heavily banned in uh, okay. the Dune universe. Hmm. The Duneverse. Duneverse. Uh, there's they call them atonics. You'll probably hmm. hear them referenced heavily in the second half of this. Right. But it's why it's why if the Harkonnens are gonna come in and raise the planet anyway, why didn't they just blow everything up from the get-go? Right. Why do they use small individual bombs on the ships? Because that's been a complaint like you have space warfare and all this and you're like yeah. fighting hand to hand combat. Like it's cause a lot of heavy artillery is basically banned and um, gotcha. For the sake of the trade of the empire, yeah, all everything's carried out in political assassinations, basically. Yeah, the emperor's not going to allow a full out warfare like that. He shut it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Harkonnens tow that line. Like in yeah. the books, it's explained the Harkonnens are willing to tow that line further than anybody else. Right. Like even the oh, they're very clearly shown as like these guys are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. also want to throw out here, I feel like this movie, more than any movie, has allowed Jason Momoa to just be Jason Momoa. I know. Yeah. This is a great job as Duncan Idaho. <laughs> also, what a name. <laughs> what a name. God. I love... Um, <laughs> Duncan Idaho might be my favorite character in this whole movie. Um, I think he's great. Oh, sure. You, you look like you put on some muscle. Have I? No. no. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just rude. Yeah. He's great. It's just Jason Momoa, just being Jason Momoa. He's having a fun time. <laughs> oh, man. The, I think our rating on this is going to be wildly different. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited to hear and learn what your rating is. Um, I will also say the Benny Gesserit. Did I say that right? Benny Gesserit, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting part that I want to know more about. Why does that box make you feel fire? <laughs> Oh, that um, sci-fi reasons that doesn't get explained ever. I'm sure, but I um, also just want to know more about like that whole. So this is explained in the early part of the book, and it's loosely explained if you know what you're listening to. In this, yeah, I, um, I picked up some, but of like it. you pro like you just weren't given enough context if you didn't read the books, basically. Yeah. But the Bene Gesserit is basically like a sisterhood that guides the emperor. Yeah, uh, they're kind of like. If you read Brian Sanders' Mistborn, they're kind of like the obligators. Um, they basically they witness a lot of things. They serve as advisors. Um, 
they get married into political families kind of and serve as and uh, they've got some uh, prophecy or whatever for a chosen one right I think I picked up they were trying to or I heard from some other source they were trying to marry the Atreides and the Harkonnen together to bring about this chosen one they had a lot of plans okay um Basically, the way that it's phrased kind of in the books is like, well, we wanted an Atreides to marry this person, or right. we wanted family X that we never even heard in the movie to right. marry a Harkonnen, or we wanted a Harkonnen to marry an Atreides, mm-hmm. and they were like breeding people to create this powerful mind. Right. And you saw the voice get used yeah, three times. or four times, but the Bene Gesserit command this voice, and I think this is the best way they've described it, because in the 89 version of the movie, the voice was something that like... Paul had a box and he could turn it into a laser beam. Oh. Um, yeah, it was a weird departure from the books. Interesting. Uh, but the no, voice I, is basically being able to can't command somebody on a primal level. Yeah. I, um, I think it works very well in this. Right. The way they did it, the, the sound work on it is A+. And Ben and Jesuit are all women. It's right. a sisterhood. And for Paul to have that ability... Is kind of not allowed. Is not allowed, right. And so what they're trying to test with that box is basically, is Paul going to be somebody who abuses that power or right. does he have the su- level of self-control to not abuse that power? Right. Um, is he going to be an animal and just do what he wants or is he going to be a civilized person? Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good movie. Great movie. Very good. Uh, what do you give it? 94. Okay. I don't know why you thought our, why our stuff's going to be that far off. Oh, I don't know. I no. thought you were going to be like a mid to low 80. Oh, no. I'm giving like a 92. All righty. <laughs> I'm here for this type of stuff. I don't, what are you talking about? I don't know why. It's something in the context of the way you like initially described it. I think because I thought you were going to dock it harder for being that much of a part one feel. Oh, also, no, no, no. I love it. If part two was said it was not going to happen, yes, I'm dropping it. Right. But, yeah, I will retroactively drop this if... Part, part two, two gets in development out. hell and doesn't pan out. Yeah. Look, it's still a good movie. It's not a complete movie, though. It's, it's not a complete... It can't yeah. stand on its own. No. It's, it's, not, it's you, not the Infinity War or anything. You watched this on a laptop or a TV first. Right? I watched this on my TV mm-hmm. with my sound system, which is a pretty good sound system. It's a pretty good sound system. I yeah. felt very immersed. I might try and go catch this in the Mall of Georgia IMAX. Where'd you watch it? Uh, I went and saw it at oh, you went Landmark. Or Landmark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if I go see it in the theater, I'm going to go see it in IMAX, I think. We got to plan on doing that. This we could probably plan on doing that, yes. Yeah. Um, I, want to, I want to see... This was shot in true IMAX. Yeah. And we happen to have, like, one of the 26 real IMAX theaters in, mm. in the country here. I don't know if you know that. There, like, there's only, like... I did not know that. There's, like, 26 real IMAX theaters, mm. and the rest are just, like, extended display oh. that are, like trademarked as IMAX because IMAX cameras are the only thing that captured that proportion. Right. But that big dome that we have up at Mall of Georgia is an actual IMAX. Oh. Not all IMAX... If you go... Not all IMAXs are created equal. Interesting. Like, if you go to Phillips Arena... Not Phillips Arena. Phillips Mall. um, Their IMAX, like, when you see the ticket say IMAX, it's just like... It's a bigger screen than typical, but it's not that domed crazy experience that you got. Right. Uh-huh. I think Fernbank probably has another one. I thought we can figure it out later. Um, I thought there was another one, but probably not. Northpoint Mall. I don't know. I think they have an AMC that I thought had IMAX. So a lot of theaters have IMAX right. with air quotes. Right. That's what it is. All right. Well. Let me see if I can find them. Dune is now in our top seven, and that by that I mean it's number seven. <laughs> Uh, currently beaten out by um, John Wick uh, into the Spider-Verse. Wait. Did we do Spider-Verse twice? We have not reviewed it twice. Do we have it just documented twice? It's documented twice. Are ratings different? different? Yeah. We might have done it twice. <laughs> Um, so Georgia, we've got one, um, at Buford Mall of Georgia, one in Columbus, one's out and coming, and then there's one in Kennesaw, 
Uh, and then there's one in Morrow. And those are the only real IMAXs. Interesting. Um, Do you remember what our number one movie is? Our number one movie is probably a Lord of the Rings movie. Mm, you'd be close. That's number two. Oh. Mad Max Fury Road? Baby Driver is our number one movie. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's shocking. We both gave it 98s and Kate gave it a 97. That's shocking, but not shocking. Like, that movie deserves it. Yeah. Um, Mad Max Fury Road is three, and Lord of the Rings Two Towers is number two. Hmm. We could probably go back through these all and, and re-rank them one day, but... Probably need to. Yeah. Um, doing very good. Doing very good. Anything else you want to discuss at the end? Not really. Oh, my God. Jesus. The Columbus, Georgia IMAX has seating has a 600-person seating capacity. Wow. Ooh. There's not 600 people in Columbus. No. <laughs> I mean, there is, but... I mean, wow. yeah, but still, yes. Wow is the answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I am good if you are. Yeah. Been now. I think we're good. Let's call it. Sounds good to me. We'll do that power rank next time. Yes. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Tell a friend, rate, whatever, all that. And we'll see you next time. Catch you next time.